I would never do anything like crazy, like um, like Weston forcing someone to exit or forcing someone off the road. That's not something oh, I would I'd do. never force anyone off the road. <laughs> You've thought about it for sure. Crossed or follow mind. someone into a bank and block them in the parking lot. It's Western and Bitsy. Oh my god, you are so annoying. Hello everyone and welcome back. We hope that you are in a calm state because by the end of this episode, you may not be. You may be enraged and it might be directed at us and we're so sorry if it is. Yes, and while we're getting started, make sure you rate, review, subscribe if you haven't already on iTunes or Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. Check out our website at www.psapodcast.com. Our Instagram is also at PSA Podcast. Send us a question. We've been getting several submitted questions. Like I said, we're just sharing our opinions on these things. No qualifications, and we're okay with that. We just have a lifetime of experience, and we're only in our mid twenty. Well, you're in your mid-20s. I'm in my late 20s. I would say you're in your mid-late 20s. Okay, 27. Very gray area. But seriously, send them. Obviously, we keep them, keep them anonymous unless you say that you don't want to be anonymous. Um... So yeah, email us a question, hello at psapodcast.com. And if you say you don't want to be anonymous, you're a thirst monster. If you fast forwarded to get through that little berating part that we do every single time, well now welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. Um, Follow us on Instagram. No, okay, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Goes through it again. <laughs> um, so yeah, Weston, what the fuck is going on with your life? Honestly... I've just still continued to lie to everyone that's like, how was your weekend? And I say, it was very relaxing. I didn't do anything. I literally just stayed at home and caught up on some sleep. You know, I just really didn't. Little did they know, I'm destroying my liver at every turn, every hour on the hour, binge drinking, um, doing, making bad choices um, that have consequences. Actually, I have something to talk with you about. What? So Weston posted this terrifying truly fucking terrifying um don't worry i screenshotted it picture of him and one of our friends at the pizza place after oh going my out God. and weston's like eyes were half closed like the lights were on but my chubby no cheeks were red home. and up no and one out was home. yeah and um so i immediately screenshotted it dm'd weston and i was like this is terrifying <laughs> like i literally got scared when i opened this and then our friend <laughs> reposted it which was fucking hilarious Wait. Wait, she reposted it? Yeah. not No, not Colleen. The other person in the picture reposted it, and it was freaking hilarious. Oh, my um, God. And so I DM'd him, and I was like, I was like, this is, she's terrifying talking about you. And then I found out that you were just doing poppers right and left while you were waiting for the pizza. How did you find that out? You told me. Wow. And I am shocked at my own behavior once again. I also had a canned Mountain Dew in my hand. Did you notice that? My sausage fingers were just wrapped around that canned Mountain Dew. It looks like a miniature one, but nope, it's real size. Yeah. Your greasy little paws were grabbing it and it was like Um, slipping from your fingers. And I tagged because the shirt I was wearing has the HBIC, the head bitch in charge, Tiffany New York Pollard, my idol. I look up to her. I love her. My, My fantasy is to have her on the show one day, but my friend Colleen got me a t-shirt for my birthday with her on it because she knows me and so I I tagged Tiffany the HBIC Pollard and Colleen as well poor Colleen she did not deserve that she did not deserve that to be be disgracing her feed and her Instagram I know it was so bad don't worry as soon as I woke up I deleted it which already had about 200 views because you woke up at 2 p.m that's on you and that's your cross to bear and that's you need to self-reflect if you have a problem with it I'm going to write a coffee table book on things I could change about my life, and that's going to be in it. And things you could change about you. 
Well, the, no one's got that much time to read all That's their hands. That's so true. That's so true. It would be so <laughs> exhausting. By the time this is coming out, I will have already gone to Chicago. And um, I will talk about all of the crazy things that have happened on that because we're doing mm. a girls trip in Chicago. And I'm so freaking excited yet. But this comes out the Tuesday after and I haven't gone yet. Um, so I have no update other than the fact that I've been sticking true to what I, my, my alter ego that I present at work about how I haven't been going out. I really haven't been going out. So it's amazing. It feels so weird not to lie. People keep asking me, where's your partner in crime? Where's Bitsy? Where's your roommate? And I'm like, <sighs> she's at home. am I not good enough? Is this <laughs> not the half of the cookie that you would have chosen? Uh, it's honestly just because I that my new thing is I go out once a month and I get completely like way too drunk and I get embarrassed and so I don't want to go out again because I'm embarrassed of my actions because I don't know what they were you know yeah my anxiety it sets in and it sticks with me until about Thursday and then Saturday I forgot what it was like and so I just do it all over again it's amazing because you get you don't get as hungover as me. Like mm. after I drink, I get hungover. Really? Weston, I I don't do anything. I lay in bed all day. I, I feel sideswiped like I do that. my car against the side of the pool oh. in our apartment complex because I was hungover, trying to leave. Which and we honestly, still have to log I, yeah, a ticket for. Yeah, I still for. need to log a ticket for that because that's some bullshit. They need to. I don't care if that's a lo- load bearing pole. I don't care if it's for in- infrastructure. It's at a horrible position, and my I would have never sideswiped it if that pole wasn't there. It came out of nowhere and hit you. Exactly. Emotionally and, and physically. That, that's up with it. Take that up with the apartment complex because that's on them for doing it. And honestly, I should sue them for the repairs. And we, we'll go ahead and add a couple other things to that ticket. How we want an adult swim from our pool yes. closes at 10. Why can we not have adults only from like 10 to 12? Okay. The other thing is why do so many children live in our apartment complex? I don't understand it. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're presenting this to be a family friendly, friendly place. It's certainly not. We live there. We're not family friendly, explicit for a reason. Exactly. So I don't, Weston has come up with a great idea. He's gonna he is gonna open a ticket for with the apartment complex, saying that he understands the pool is only open till 10 p.m. Will the children stay until 10 p.m.? Exactly, because the sun is is it the sunlight going down at 10 when during the summer? I don't know when it goes down. But yeah, it's 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 much too much too children. I I don't go swimming because the kids are there and my spray tan. But that's besides the the only other option is to log a ticket asking for anyone under the age of 21 to be removed from the premises. I do think they I don't think they should be living in our apartment complex. I really don't. Not with us. We did spells in the lobby. Yeah. The what, if, what if a child would have walked in as we had a voodoo doll up against the wall and were cursing people? He would have been very Traumatized scared. and scarred for the rest of his life or her life. I know. I feel, I feel bad, but mm. we, again, it's not our fault that the kids live there. You know, it's their fault. And we have to cast our spells somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> it should be in our home. And I look at the entire apartment as our home. If anyone comes into our apartment, other than the constant jokes that are just everywhere because our apartment's kind of a joke. Our, our, our lives are a joke. Okay. <laughs> Literally. They would actually be very scared because it's the little details. We have a Ouija board underneath the television. My parents asked me about that. They did? Yeah. What did they say? They were like, oh, you have a Ouija board? Like, do you use that? And I was like, I don't because I'm genuinely too scared to, but you better believe Weston busts that thing out. I opened a portal in my last apartment. I, We used the Ouija board and we said, give us a sign if you're here. A paint, I'm not kidding, a painting fell off the wall and it would never hang again. And that owl painting is hidden in the closet because I think it might be haunted. And then we also have a voodoo doll, which yeah. if you look at the voodoo doll, you can see it's had pins in it before. <laughs> you can see that we dunked it in hot sauce as revenge on a spell. And then if you go into my room, on oh, my lovely bookshelf that's hanging on by a thread, it <laughs> is, really is. I have like three spell books and a tarot card, tarot cards. Weston's really into magic, if you can't tell. Yeah. 
I like it. He loves that. Magical. So magical. Gay magic. Um, as you guys still know, I'm still single, obviously, but I do have, a, it's been an ongoing annoyance in my life, and I've mm-hmm. s- talked about this many a times. I'm so over guys wanting to Snapchat for eternity, and when, like, you meet on an app, guess what? One, no one fucking uses Snapchat. Stop, stop. Yeah, I will agree. Instagram's kind of where it's at. Exactly. Don't ask me for a Snapchat name. Don't ask me if I have Snapchat, because I'll... You can tell me your Snapchat name, and then guess what? I'm never going to add you. And this just happened to me. This guy asked me for my Snapchat name, and I just responded, who uses Snapchat anymore? And then he sent me his Snapchat name. So obviously, I was like, amazing. You sent that to me. I'm just never going to respond. I'm never going to add you. And so a week later, he messages me after he just sent his Snapchat name, and I didn't respond or add him. And he goes, maybe not, LOL, as in like maybe not, like I, I won't snap him. And I said, LOL, sorry. Typically when guys from apps want to snap, it's an easy non-committal way to talk to someone until there's enough trust to hook up. And I don't have the energy for that. Not saying that's what you're doing, but that's why I never added you. So you were really upfront with him and was like, this is why I'm not adding you. Yeah. You're doing you're doing God's work. You're I'm- a social justice warrior. <laughs> someone had to tell him. Someone had to tell the heterosexual men out there. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's like, and his response was, I understand. I was just wanting to see your face more while, while we kept talking. Here's the deal. If you want to see my face more, let's go on a fucking date. I'm not going to Snapchat you. I'm done with that. Or just follow you on Instagram. Exactly. Endless supply of pictures. That's funny is, as kids, we would say, take a picture, it'll last longer. Well, that's exactly what we did. Exactly. We've got our own My Instagram is hooked onto, is synced with my hinge. So if you've seen plenty of pictures of me, you know what I look like. Okay? No. No, That's not what you're doing. You just don't want to go take me on a date. Mm -hmm. You want to Snapchat me and you want to hope that eventually I would hook up with you. Or send nudes. The answer to that, it's it's a big fat no. Yeah. It's, no. I don't get it. I just don't understand. But yeah, boys, if you want to go ahead and send me your dick pics on Snapchat, I'm I'm still available. What's no. your Snapchat name? <laughs> no, I honestly don't even know my Snapchat name, but you can send them on Instagram because those get deleted too. So <laughs> I'm glad that you confronted, uh, I, I would say, a, a demon. I did. I confronted him. And it, just because like somebody's got to put him in, a, in his place. And you know what? It might as well be me. I'm happy to carry that burden. You're happy to be the icon, the social movement that is boycotting Snapchat. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, okay. I think everyone's over Snapchat. It's done. People tell me, they're like, I saw you on blah, 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 Snapchat. And I'm like, I didn't because I haven't opened it. Mainly because I have an iPhone 6S and it kills my phone battery. But I am upgrading everyone. So don't worry. Don't Venmo me any money for a new phone. I'm, I'm on it. Actually, just go ahead. And if you guys want to Venmo me for his new phone, you can definitely do that. And I promise I will give him the money. We should start adding our Venmo names to the website and to our Instagram profiles in case any Anyone just wants to send us any form of money would be appreciated. Exactly. Yeah. While we continue to funnel it into whatever this is. I I couldn't agree more. We'll always take money. Guys, we have been thinking about moving to Chicago. Right now we're Kansas City based. What do you think? What do you think? I think it'd be fun. I think that we both could like Mm -hmm. really benefit from living in a big city. We could blossom. And I think it would be a fun adventure for us and anyone that listens. Because we would literally have so much new material because every day or every weekend would be something new. Right now, it's just Missy B's, the pizza place, the the, the exclusive, yeah, elusive have Bistro Town. 303. I would have Boys Town, and maybe this time I, I won't get kicked out of the bar and called a liability like I did last two years ago at Market Days. 
I haven't forgot about that, really burned and stuck with me. Yeah. He said, you've been overserved and you're a liability. And, and I said, whose fault is that? Exactly. No, it's their fault for overserving you. It's not your fault. No. You overordered, but guess what? They didn't have to keep serving. I didn't I, know what I, I was doing. I feel so strongly about that. I had a credit card and I wanted and to see how far it could go. Push the limits I to said, that. max this baby out. Do it. A round of shots on me. Yeah, I'm not mature enough to have that plastic. Okay, so should we jump into our first question? Let's get to the question. So we got a question and it said, hey, petties, I'm really struggling at work. There's this lady that sits next to in the cube next to me and chews gum literally all day. I'm not kidding. I'll hear her throw away her current piece and think relief is near only to hear only to realize she's switching it out for a fresher one. Which is fine, except she cannot chew with her mouth closed. I can't handle mouth noises in general, me either. But all day, every day, it's driving me insane. I have talked to so many people about this and Googled what to do like 10 million times. I bought no noise-canceling headphones, but like you can't always have them on at work. This sounds so small and so stupid, but it is seriously tanking my quality of life. I cannot fucking take it anymore. I've even said very loudly to someone who sits nearby that I can't handle chewing noises, but the perpetrator is deaf in one ear, and I'm pretty sure she's missed every conversation. What do I do? So I think everybody should know my absolute biggest pet peeve is hearing people chew. Guys, it's real. It's a trigger. Like sometimes when we sit down and we put our headphones on, I'll do some ASMR just to see how far I can push Bitsy. And it's not very far before her eyes dart up at me and I'm scared for my life. I crack. I will be in the other. Weston is a very loud chewer. You are. You are. You're a disgusting eater and very loud. And <laughs> this is true. I'll be cutting that part out. <laughs> no, you will not. <laughs> he's a disgusting and very loud eater and i will you are and you know okay this. i feel very attacked i will be in my bedroom and he will be eating in his room which is far away and there's a living room in between and i can hear him can eat. you really are you being serious I, you know this is true i've asked you to be quiet down that's funny you can hear that but whenever i yell from my room you just go what <laughs> every time until you just stop responding because you say, I can't hear you. I do that. That's because I don't want to put the effort in to hear what you're saying. You you can hear, you just don't want to listen. Exactly. But whenever I hear chewing noises, it festers and it's all I hear. It's like whenever you start hearing a clock tick and then that's all you can hear until you go insane and that's how I feel about chewing. So I relate to this person and this question so much. I will say it's not as big a trigger for me, but I also don't care to hear people chew. If And if it was all day, every day, I would lose my mind and mm-hmm. it would I would start acting out against this person. It would kind of be like psychological warfare, I think. And I'm being dead honest. The way that I would handle it, if you have a good relationship with your boss, is I would seriously talk to your boss about it because there it's it could be uncomfortable for you to say mm-hmm. something like hey can you not chew gum like it, that could be you can try that if you feel comfortable confronting this person about it absolutely do so otherwise i would be like go to your boss and be like hey i know this sounds stupid but and just tell them tell them like this is something that really it could really me. affect your work and your work environment and your life because you go there every day and you have to listen to that it would drive me insane it would, as well. i would lose it and i so i would seriously talk to your boss i have two options yours is going to be some petty shit what is it's it it's going to be you can do which i have done before 
it can be a form of revenge. Which, if she really is, or if your coworker really is deaf in one ear, I don't know if this is the best revenge, but you could try it. Maybe sit on the side of the good ear and get out the keyboard. And I mean, pound those fucking keys. Break the sound barrier. Pay back and keep doing it. You be the sound pollution. It would kind of be like a tactic to where when they're not chewing loudly, you stop with the keyboard. The moment they start, you start up with the keyboard. And then eventually it's going to be a learned behavior for them. That's like, what is it? What is that punishment? Um, Corporal punishment or something? What is it? Whenever it's like... Capital punishment? No. No, that's like... No. Is that death? Yeah. It's it's whenever... um, Someone does something bad, so you hit them. They, so whatever oh, they're doing, yeah. so they resort. They think of it as pain. They think of pain whenever they do right. that. It's like so a they bad memory, it. a bad reaction. Yeah. Oh yeah, get a spray bottle. Treat them like the animal Start they are, her. and spray her when she starts chewing. <laughs> or the thing that's great about this, the thing that's on your side, is this coworker is not a client. They are a coworker. Assuming that they're not above you or a supervisor, and you're truly peers. Honestly, let let's say her name is Brenda. Hey Brenda, you're chewing really loud. And then just leave it at that. You don't you you don't have yeah. to be nice. You don't have to be mean. Just, just say, say it. it. Just like you are being really loud with that chewing, and it's getting to me. Yeah, I've I've been definitely. there before. I'm I wouldn't say I'm the most popular person at work, but <laughs> I have had to be um, on the forefront, uh, a voice a voice for the people, if you will. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, that's not a bad idea to just be like, "Hey, Brenda, you're chewing really loud." Shut the fuck up. Okay, yeah. don't say shut the fuck up, but just be like, you're chewing really loud. Or drop the F-bomb, do it. Lose your job. Move it, Move to a different city. Get away from her. <laughs> but, but really, I would say, if you feel comfortable, have a conversation with her or just say, you're talking too yeah. loud. And if not, talk to your boss because yeah. that is something that I... Loud noises get to me. Yeah. Um, whether it's a loud noise in the workplace, whether I'm driving and someone has the audacity to honk their horn at me. Oh. I... It's something that does not sit well with me. Um, I don't handle it well, and I don't react well to it. You could no, say that. No, it's not good. How you just talked about how it's like a bad reaction. I am like a cat that hisses, and its hair stands up on end the moment I hear a honk. Uh, my head, oh my, my head does a three sixty spin to make sure <laughs> it's not targeted at me. Because if it is, we're gonna have problems. Exactly. Because I, when I hear a honking horn. I don't hear it as, hey, I'm here. Hey, I want to make you aware of my location. I immediately hear, go fuck yourself. You're a piece of shit. That's what I heard. Exactly. When, it, when I hear the honk. Oh. I internalized it in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then you have to react to that honk. So me and Weston have a thing with road rage. And um, I get in road rage fights on the way to work approximately every day. Um, at le- if it's not every day, it's every other day. If it's not every other day, mm-hmm. it's every week. Like it, there's, It's just, it's constant. It's a random occurrence, and you, it could happen at any moment, but it's frequent. And I wouldn't even call it petty behind the wheel. I would call it um, psychotic behind the wheel. So I, I, I've I, been in, you could say, a few fights in, on the road. And <laughs> one time I got into work, and I had I told him I was, like, still heated. Like, I was, I was still, like, you know, in that mm-hmm. moment. I was pissed off about what had happened. And so I tell my coworkers, and they're like, why does this always happen to you? Like, this happens to you. This doesn't happen to any of us. And I'm like, why does it happen to me? I think it's because I don't back down. No, because you have too much at stake. One, your pride. And, and, and it's like other people. So so what? Someone flicked you off. 
Me? I'm like, you flicked me off? Oh, hell no. And I'll do whatever it takes to get back at you. I have multiple gestures, multiple tactics I could use. And to it just doesn't <laughs> set well with me. And what, I, what an emotion that I experience when someone, um, dare I say, fucks me over on the road is, you're getting away with this. How many pe- other innocent Poor millennials, have you done this to? Poor people, anyone, any generation should not be a victim of this. So I feel like I have to be, once again, the voice. I have to be the car on the road, the car of freedom, if you will. The car that brings light to the inhumane injustices that is occurring. You feel... That, I'm, I'm getting worked like up. I am at church. I'm getting worked up. So, somebody cue the organ because this, this we're beyond a TED Talk. Welcome to the sermon. Welcome to the sermon. I Okay, can't. so one time I was asked to, if I was in traffic on my way to work mm-hmm. and the girl behind me, she, for some reason in her cognitive distortion, thought that I cut her off. Her I did not. Her warped perception of reality. I've had my blinker on. Sure, she wasn't going to let me over, but we're in traffic. I'm going to make room for me, bitch. Move the mm-hmm. fuck over. People, if you if people like want to get over in front of me, one, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: I don't start the road rage, but I react to it. So if someone does something road ragey towards me, they don't realize I'm fucking crazy. I won't start the fight. Actually, I'll start the fight. I'll end the fight. I'll, I'm about it. So this girl, she claimed she was screaming at me, flicking me off from behind. Mm-hmm. So she's screaming at me. I do up my classic double middle finger. I'm like, fuck you, you fucking. And I did it. I said, the see you next Tuesday. She saw me. We, we were looking in the wor- We were looking in the mirrors at each other. That's when she proceeds to ask me if I wanted to get out of my car and fight, um, like a physical fight on the side of the road in the middle of traffic. And I just looked at her and I was like, no. I, fuck you, no. And that's what I did. No. I just flicked her off again and I said, no. Because clearly that's a trigger for her. And it, it, there's so many different hand gestures that I use. Um, at times I use one middle finger. At times exactly. I use two. two. And if I had a third arm, I would give three. I also like to do the, um, I think it might be a European the sign thing. Ling- no, that's the sign language for, fu- for the, the fourth. Yeah. yeah, where you like flick underneath your chin. Yeah. I do that. I also learned this one from my father at a very young age, where you put your fist up and it's up <laughs> yours. I use that one as well. I also do a, I'll do a thumbs down and a thumbs up if I'm not feeling that yeah. aggressive. But I just like, I'm just like... Good job. Also, if it's a straight guy and I really want to get to him and make him uncomfortable, I'll blow him a kiss. And oh, it runs all through them because I just thingified him. I made him a not a person, as I do with any of my arch enemies on the road. I, they're not human to me. No. I and, it out the window. And sometimes I'll do a jack off symbol if they really got <gasps> Oh, me. I do that too. <laughs> How can I forget a classic one? The emotions I experience, like I said, pride is on the line. A voice. But honestly, I just get so angry. And there are times where I'm like, Weston, calm down. But until I get parked and I get out of that car, I leave the rage in the car. I'm done with it. It's over. But once I get back in that car, I am immediately have my guard up because I've just been a victim too many times. My friends are actually, they're, okay. they're scared to ride with me. Okay. So yeah, yes. So Weston, um, Weston driving, okay? It's it's not safe for, for anyone in the car. It's definitely not safe for anyone outside of the car. It's not safe for pedestrians. It's not safe for bike riders. But he does not hit them. He always gets us there. Yeah. It, and it's always, it's an, always a wild fucking ride. It's uh, a roller coaster. He, I wouldn't say he's a good driver, but he's also not a bad driver. I trust him. I'm on a mission. He's on a mission. And... There's so many stories to tell of Weston driving, but I'm just going to like, so here's one. He had, he used to have this horrible, horrible, horrible car, car, the Malibu. Um, It was 
I drove it till the wheels literally fell off. Literally. I, literally, I drove it and I was like, there's something wrong. It keeps jerking. So then the car people drove it around the shop and the wheels fell off. And I was like, well, got to get a new one. <laughs> and he needed it. So he used to drive that. He just got his new car and we were going like to eat or something. And we were going down a one way road and this woman legitimately almost hit us. Oh, she almost like T boned us, um, slammed on the brakes. I wasn't wearing my seatbelt yet because we had just started driving. And they're so uncomfortable. And I flew forward and West hit the dashboard. Yeah, I did. I was like, Oh, that that sucks. Um, (laughs) West. So understandably lays on the horn continues to lay on the horn i would say for approximately two minutes follows her starts goes on the opposite side of the road to drive up next to her and at this point she's a she's terrified she's apologizing she's apologizing she's apologizing she did everything she not on my watch (laughs) weston wanted to keep following her to where i was like weston she apologized calm down i have friends that won't ride with me because the time that we went to the psychic fair and as we were leaving the psychic fair which i'm like we were at a fucking psychic fair and no one could have warned me about what was to come next. Exactly. And I did force a family of four to exit because <laughs> he passed me on the right side, I think is what happened. My oh friends my will tell you that, uh, that the guy did nothing wrong, but I can't remember exactly what There's multiple things that are triggers for me while I'm behind the wheel. Um, but I think he passed me on the right side. And so I honked my horn. I tailgated him. I got on the side and I acted as if though maybe I would swerve into their lane. I wasn't because I wasn't going to I was going to murder someone over it. It's not that serious. But I wanted to let them know that their behavior is uncalled for. Wait, so and he only he passed you and that's it? On the right side. <laughs> on, like, no, on the like, like it wasn't a lane. He passed oh. me and it scared me. And so... I wanted to let them know what it feels like to be... I was scared, so I wanted them to know what it was like to be scared. How did you drive them off into the exit? I just kept easing over, and then I forced them to exit on the right... Because it was a right side exit, and I forced them... Well, I think... I kind of forced them to exit, but they were also just wanting to get away from me, because they were like, let's exit, let's take a deep breath, and get back on the road. (laughs) And so... My friends weren't very happy with me because obviously they felt as if though I endangered their lives. And I will agree, when I have passengers in the car, I'm much more responsible because I have to think about others. But when it's just me. So a couple of things that piss me off while driving. Don't cut me off. Don't honk your horn. Unless it's legit. Like, there have been times where I'm moving over to get to the lane and I didn't see them and they'll just give a light honk to be like, I'm here. I appreciate that because I don't want to wreck. Right. But if you're honking... Don't do that. If you're honking in aggression, I'm going to meet you with triple the aggression. Exactly. It's going to be not not cute. Um, what else? Just people that are like speeding around. Uh, slow drivers. If you're driving slow, I, I don't know how else to put it. There better be a cop coming up or there better be yes. something. Like there has to be a reason. The only time I am forgiving if is if it's an elderly person, which usually they've already received some aggression and then when I pass them I'm like, oh well they are elderly. <laughs> they've definitely gotten some, but they so haven't like, yeah. Uh, so those are just a couple of the things. Now I want to talk about my revenge tactics. If some if you're at a red light and the light turns green, if I'm genuinely on my phone and someone honks, I look up and I'm like, that was my fault. I'm a reasonable driver. And so I'll drive. But if that shit turns green and I'm literally about to go and I've seen it turn green and I'm ready and you honk, I have done this before and I'll do it again. I'll do it a thousand times over. I will sit there, put the car in park, wait for it to turn red again, wait for it to turn green again, wait to see if they're going to honk. 
and then we will go because I want them to learn their lesson. And if they honk, you'll sit through another cycle yeah, until I, you finally get it. I don't it. care. I would be late to my own wedding if that's what it took. Now, the thing is that is punishing all the other mm-hmm. people behind them, which is unfortunate that those poor people have to sit there and wait I know. because of that other person's actions. That person's behavior caused everyone to get punished. It's like in class when one person causes the whole classroom to get punished. I, I don't believe in that, but I, it is the only way I know to get revenge. Something else uh, so that pisses me off. If your brights are on and you're behind me, I mean, there's no excuse. Uh, don't s- be driving at night if, if you need, a, need them that bad. The thing is, it's like now with the LED lights, those just always look like brights. So actually, if you even have LED lights and you're driving behind mm-hmm. me, I'm instantly pissed off. So my revenge tactic to that simple. It's very simple. One of my favorites. I simply slow down. I get into the other lane. I you get put beh- your brights on. I get behind the driver and then I put my brights on and I will do that till the end of time. Until they're off the road. Yeah. And so that's another fun one. Uh, swerving a little bit to let them know you're crazy is a good revenge tactic. The horn, always amazing. So here's my thing. I told my mom this story and she got kind of upset. I can't remember what caused it. Somebody did something to piss me off on the road. And so I pulled up. Oh, I did this the other day. Actually, this was truly, this was, I I was actually crazy. Um, This wasn't the first original story I was thinking of, but it's my tactic that I do. Mm -hmm. Is whenever I need someone to look at me so I can flick them off, but they're not paying attention. I just constantly honk until they look over and then I flick them off. I'm like, so then you saw me and you flicked Mm -hmm. me off. I did this to someone that I told my mom, I was like, yeah, mom, I had to lay on the horn. Stand up for yourself. I had to lay on the horn until they looked at me so I could flick them off. And she was like, you shouldn't do that. And I was like, you raised me. You learned it from somewhere. I got it from somewhere. I don't know. Maybe it was the internet. But the other day on my way to work, I, somebody, I was in the left lane. I am not a slow driver, as we know from the the two speeding tickets I've gotten from the same cop, who I still hate, regardless. I was driving. The person in front of me, they were still going six, seven miles over the speed limit, so I wasn't Mm going to ride their ass. There's also a left exit on the highway, so they could be getting off there. Mm -hmm. And... The, the person behind me was riding my ass, like being a dick. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, the person in front of me is going slow. Buzz off. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. And I, when people tailgate me, I just go slower. But in this sense, I had to get to work. So I was like, I can't slow mm-hmm. down. I don't have the time right now. He decided to flick me off as he drove past me. <gasps> and I was like, you saw that it was the person in front of me. And you still had the audacity to flick me off. Not on my watch. Mm-mm. So I... I hunt him down on the road. I'm not kidding you. I was swerving in and out of lanes until finally I get up next to him, start flicking him off. Now, all of a sudden, this ballsy guy is too big of a pussy to look over. Oh, that pisses me off And so, so I start honking in the horn and flicking him off. He won't look over. He won't look over. So I have to get in front of him and flick him off so I know he saw it. And I'm like, you are so big and bad until I'm up next to you and then you're scared. And now no. silence. Oh, my God. I can't. And- I don't slow down when people are tailgating me. I just simply brake check them. If you hit my car, that's on you. I got insurance. What's up? I'll do it again. I don't usually honk my horn repeatedly. I just lay on it. And it's just a constant horn. I followed someone for about 20 minutes on the highway one time with the horn honking. And then finally I passed them and just looked at them. And the look of sorrow in their eyes was just like they knew that. I think they were were scared. They were just like, we're not going to flip him off. We're not going to do anything because who does that? Guys, I, this is something I need to work on. I know this. So it's makes for good stories. Well, my, re- my road rage is, I would say, like a fourth of what Weston's is, but mine is still much more than most other people's. Yeah. Well, 
you stick to verbal fighting. I do. I don't. I don't. I would never do anything like crazy, like um, like Weston forcing someone to exit or forcing someone off the road. That's not something oh, I would I'd do. I'd never force anyone off the road. <laughs> You've thought about it for sure. Crossed or follow mind. someone into a bank and block them in the parking lot. Okay, so I, f- I have to explain myself on this one. I'm totally fine getting out of the car. I've been honked at at red lights and gotten out of the car and said, is there a fucking problem? Immediately, the, the man apologizes. No, no, no. I, mean, I just thought maybe you could turn. I'm like, nope. And so I get back in the car. But there was one time. I The light turns green, and I just look in my rearview mirror, as I, like any good driver would do, as I go to make the turn. And the lady behind me, screaming, throwing her hands up at me for what reason, I don't know till this day. So I immediately slam on my brakes and then she swerves around me and I was like she's about to get away with this behavior nope nope don't know who you raised you but I'm a teacher and so she pulls into the bank I simply pull my car and blocked the exit and I got out and then she got out and I said do you have a fucking problem she's like you were doing this I was like I don't want to hear your shit lady and then she walks and I then she walks into the bank and that's when I realized I might have a problem (laughs) And can we, guys, so he did this when he was with a man that he was seeing that mm-hmm. he barely That knew. I just picked up from the airport and he witnessed all this and he's like, you remind me a lot of my ex right now. And I was like, hmm. And I, I know what you're thinking. You guys are horrible people. No, it just really pisses me off because I would never, ever, actually in all my road rage experience, it's never been... I don't think I've ever started it. They do something to me. They flip me off. They swerve to me. They tailgate me, cut me off. They do something and it just lights a f- fire under my ass. And I'm like, no. And it pisses me off. I will say I'm pretty, I'm usually like a pretty cautious driver just because I'm not very good at it. You know, being a woman, um, we just don't have that great of motor skills. <laughs> Our brains are smaller. We just can't handle driving. And that's why we need these big, strong men to drive us around. Right. Obviously, Bitsy's being sarcastic, but can we talk about how we we Googled what causes road rage because we wanted to fix it. We wanted to get rid of this ailment be that we suffered. On WebMD, it's listed under women's health issues. That pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> hey, I will read the, uh, the, the fuck it, what's it called? The diagnosis the it's it's www.webmd.com slash women slash features slash root cause of road rage. I'm sorry. Since when is this just a woman's problem? I don't know. It's I mean, because we're just so emotional. We just can't handle like, you know, day-to-day tasks like driving without getting emotional because they have our periods. And you know what? Men's insurance is actually higher because they're more risk takers and they're in more wrecks. So WebMD, fuck off. Fist yourself. Literally. Ugh, I actually think I'd be a really good driver in like one of those countries where there's no laws or anything. Oh my God, you'd do be, amazing. Be so you would get us there. In Whenever I've had to like go to New York for stuff, like my coworkers would be like, "Hey, can you drive?" And they they would be scared. Their heart would be racing and sweating the <laughs> whole time. But you do it. But I do it, and I get us there. Like if I I I'll tell you this, I ain't missing a turn. <laughs> I- <laughs> One time, I was following Weston. I was following on the highway. He was driving, and I was following him. Again, I'm following him. I don't know where I'm going. Weston knows where he's going. We're in the left lane, speeding, going like 80 and a 60. All of a sudden, he swerves across four lanes and takes an exit out of nowhere. My head was on a constant swivel. At one point, I just stopped looking, and I was like, if I die, I die. Like, 
that? Like, in my memory, I looked in the rearview mirror. Bitsy somehow survived, but there's semi trucks behind her crashing a pile up. Flames are everywhere. Literally. Uh, it, road rage knows no race. It knows no gender. It knows no sexuality. Everyone <laughs> could be a victim. And everyone has a little bit of road rage in us because let's be honest, when we get behind the wheel, we kind of turn into different people where it's like a me, 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 me first kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. With On WebMD, which because it's under women's health, take it for what you will. Because we it, can't trust WebMD now that they diagnose. Now that they're misogynistic. Yeah, fuck off. Um, but it literally says road ragers don't see the offender as a person. They thingify the person. And so I kind of agree. Sometimes... I will have a little rage regret where I like feel bad whenever I did something that's because true. because I think that's a person and I have no idea what they're going through and I I could have just added something else to their day because it I, probably never happens to them me this is normal and life. I, I agree with that but my road rage it also affects me what they did also affect me it ruined my day well no it didn't but well, it ruined like two minutes of my day do you want to be more upset with Web- WebMD what else you're gonna feel attacked what did they say. Road ragers are selfish, power-hungry, angry, and vindictive. The okay. average offender has raged at least 27 times, Stop. according to one study. 27? That's that's it? That's like once a year in my lifetime. <laughs> Wait, what? Maybe, okay. they, maybe they mean 27 times a day. At, at times, I can be selfish, but who can't? At times, I can be power-hungry, but who can't? At times, I can be vindictive, but who can't? If you can't relate to this, then I think... You need to be honest with yourself. And it also says, first, the rager may be violent in other parts of his or her life. I'm not a violent person. I've had my fair share of fist fights. Who hasn't? <laughs> I have to stand up for myself. I was bullied as a child. It was eat or be eaten. I don't think I'm a violent person. I don't think either of us are actually violent. Yeah. Like, I would never actually want to hurt someone. No. Um, I just like doing, whenever I'm in the car, I like verbally yelling at people who cross me and uh, hand gestures. I will say... I'm still like looking at just skimming through this article, seeing if there's anything that resonates me because the the title of it's the root cause of road rage. It's like a five page article and I'm literally sticking to it. So they they claim it's the root cause, but where's the root cause? It should just be listed. It says that, yeah, that's what I want to know. I don't want this article. I want a root cause, but it says that there's like studies of overcrowding in rats and like rats, which I guess they're equating us to rats. Fine, whatever. Sexy rat. Um, They... Basically, rats are fine until there's one too many. So they're like, fine. But once you overcrowd with that that breaking point, that one rat, they all turn on each other. Interesting. Which I agree. I have no alliances on the road. I am me. And I agree with the... um, that the heavy metal of a car is the safe haven. And I don't think about the consequences. That's in this article as well by a psychologist. It also says that you could be having stress in other parts of your life, and that's where it comes out. Okay, well, here's rage. the deal. If I'm driving, of course I'm having stress because I don't like driving and I don't want to drive. Like, no. So, of course, yes, I'm stressed. If I'm driving to work and I get road rage, of course I'm stressed. I'm having to go to work. Stressed is a part of my personality, so I don't really know how, how do I fix that. I don't. Like, how, how are we supposed to fucking prevent this? Well, I'm glad you asked. I googled. What causes road rage and how to avoid it? The first thing that pops up, it's from Geico.com. What to remember when driving? Number one, give other drivers a break. If someone is driving slowly, keep in mind they might be lost. Okay, so I have Geico as my insurance, but I'm going to cancel them now because that was so stupid. I, I, I'm I, going to say it. What you're going to want to do, you're going to want to get out your smartphone, open up Google Maps, put in the address, and know where you're going. I'm fine if you want to drive the speed limit, but drive slow. No. If you want to drive slow, get on the side of the road until you figure it out. Life's a rat race, and I want to finish first. Exactly. Number two, use hand gestures wisely. Keep 
gestures positive. Say, waving to a driver who lets you in when merging. I do do that. I do that too. Yeah. If, if anyone lets, lets me in, in, I'm like, you mm-hmm. get a little wave. And when someone doesn't wave to me, I'm like, well, that's rude. You could have waved. Mm-hmm. Because I let people in sometimes. I'm nice. I'm courteous, generous, if you will, with yeah. this space. Most of the time, I will always let someone in. Yeah. Unless they did something to cross me, and then I won't. Yeah, but the use hand gestures wisely, I, I think. I do use them wisely. I use them wisely. Whenever they get a finger, it's deserved. Whenever they get a finger, I'm using it wisely for myself. Mm-hmm. So halfway agree with number two. Three, don't tailgate. I don't. I actually don't tailgate because I don't want to crash into them. I do, but I, want, I would like a reason why on number three. It's just, <laughs> that's not enough information for me. Number four, lay off the horn. No. I don't use my horn that much. I only use it when necessary, like when I want someone to see that I'm that I'm flicking them off. Mm, I use it constantly. It's fun do. for me. So also not going to agree with that. Number five, don't stop to confront another driver. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Let it go? Forget about I it? I wouldn't dream of it. Never. Ugh. Well, I, I didn't care for those those five steps. There's, okay, I think there's yeah. more, but I'm going to stop there. I'm going to cancel Geico right now. Time's up on cancel or on Geico. And time's up on Road Rage, guys. We promise to work on it. But if you can relate, please let us know. Because I want to know if it's just Bitsy and I that have this issue or if... Um, Others do as well. If others do as well. Because um, we might feel very alone and attacked if no one agrees and no one else has this. And if that's the case, we promise to genuinely, Bitsy promises to genuinely work on hers. Yeah. Me, I, you know, you can't, you can't run before you can walk and you can't walk before you can crawl. I've got a lot of work to do. You got, you're a work in progress. Yeah. Are you guys ready for time is up? I'm ready for time is up. Um, okay. I have to give backstory on my time is up as always. Time is up. On the aircraft, since we're kind of already talking about transportation, right. if you listen to episode six, Petty at 10,000 Feet, you already know how we feel about it. Very passionate. Um, time is up on people fucking with my window shade whenever I have the window seat. I've been traveling for several years now. That's not only invading your personal space, that's just inappropriate, crude, rude, rude mm-hmm. ruthless. Okay. So I've been traveling several years now regularly, and never, never in all my years has anyone ever fucked with my window shade? And I always pick the window seat unless I know I'm going to have to pee or if I'm going to be on my laptop and I need the elbow room of the aisle to move my mouse. So this just happened last month. I'm on my way to Nashville for my friend's bachelorette party. And I'm sleeping, as I always do. Right. And there's a mother and child next to me. The, the boy is sitting in the middle seat. I hear this slam. And it pulls mm. in. Now, you know I'm a deep sleeper. And it pulls me from my slumber. And I looked that does behind, take a lot. Yeah, I like, looked back to the person behind me because I thought someone had reached up to the next aisle and opened it. And so I was confused and because that person was just minding their own business. And I looked to my right, and the mom was like, he wants to see the plane take <gasps> off. And I was just like, okay, that's fine. And I was smile. I smiled. I bit my tongue. I, I, I wasn't myself. Why did you bite your tongue? Because you were self-help book? Um, no, I just didn't have the energy to deal with it. And here's the thing. I genuinely... Didn't care because I understand it's a boy that wants to see the plane take off. That's cool. And I just wish she would have just asked. What if I had a migraine and then the sun came beaming in, in on me? Like, just ask. If she said, hey, sorry, do you care if we open the window to watch it take off? And I was like... Um, would she have had to... She would have had to wake you up to do this, though. Right. She would have. And the point is, if you should have just done early bird check-in, something to get the window seat if that's what you wanted. But I was I didn't say anything because I was understanding he's a kid that wants to see it and I want him to have that experience. Right. So then I just go back into my slumber. They do close it once we get like at 10,000 feet and I was thankful for that. But as we go to land, whoosh, back open. And I was just like, once again, you could have just asked, I'm sleeping. Did you close it like when you got up there? 
uh, after we landed, um, I closed it. But no, no, when you were t- like when she opened it again, like did you close it after you guys took off? I closed it. What they closed it once it was at ten thousand feet, and I was asleep. But then they opened it again when we went to land. I was just like, "Come on, like just ask me. I don't care, and I understand. I'm understanding that it's a boy that wants to see it. So I let it go. The first time that's ever happened. This month, last week, I'm sleeping, and there's two grown women next to me. They don't know each other. Someone just guys. If you're in the C boarding group for Southwest, C stands for center, and you don't get any privileges in the center. None. Seat. And if you no. want privileges, do early bird check in. That's the only way I can say that. So this lady, I'm sleeping tries to open the window shade and i'm like you are a grown woman why are you fucking with the window shade have you never been on an aircraft before it like legit and what was funny is karma instantly already got her because some of them are just kind of hard to open and it was hard because you could tell she was trying to like sneakily do it and she tried it twice and it wouldn't open because she just didn't have the like reaching across you reaching across that's that's so rude once again what if i have a migraine what if i'm scared of flying well, it's just like if you want a window seat, you can get one. It's it's Southwest, like you, open you can. It's open seating. You just need to put yourself in the position to get that, and you can pay fifteen extra dollars in each way and get it and do that. Otherwise, don't mm-hmm. fuck with it. That's on you. And are you ready for the last um, occurrence of this? And this all just happened. I'm sitting there. So a lot of times, as I'm sitting there, I was like when the I was already on the aircraft because I had a stopover, which is like when the plane lands, but you don't get off and then it takes off again, and. My window shade is closed. This couple straight from the trailer park are getting on the plane. And when you when you have a when you have a stopover like where you're just sitting on the plane and wait for the next people to board, mm-hmm. they ask you to shut the the, the things exactly. and to open all the vents. In the summer, because it gets so fucking hot, they say as soon as you land, say, "Hey, could everyone please close your window shade and open the vents to keep the plane cool?" And any same person does that. So this couple's boarding and they're kind of stopped in front of my row because someone was struggling with their bag, and the girl goes, oh, "I wish I had a window seat." Which in my head, I was like. I, I, I didn't care because, once again, early bird check-in. I don't know what to tell you. And the guy goes, yeah, I mean, I just don't understand people that get a window seat and close the shade. I mean, what's the point of getting a window seat then? And, like, are you that bored with life? Like, taking off on the plane is so cool. It's like a roller coaster. Like, are you that bored with life that you're not entertained by, like, looking out? Like, that's ridiculous. And at the time I'm listening to all this, I did a hard eye roll. I was reading my self-help book about rage at this point. And... Then by the time I looked around, everyone else's windows were open except for mine. They were literally targeting me, but then they were already gone by the time I was going to say something. I, I waited for them to get off, but somehow they got past me. But I thought three things. One, like you said, they ask you to close the window shades to keep it cool. Two, it's my window shade. I get to do whatever with that window shade that I want to do. Three, don't say I'm bored with life because I do this almost every week. So yes, it's not the most... It, exciting thing i still like to look out every now and then which is why i pick the window whenever i feel like it actually i feel like you pick the window so you have something to rest your head against while you sleep that's another reason i pick the window like that's the only reason Mm -hmm. to pick the window i mean yeah who gives a fuck what you're doing if they want a window seat they should have got earlier seated early bird boarding or they just should have been quick about checking (laughs) in there's lots of things you can do and it's not up to you if the shade goes up or down if you are not sitting in the window seat so time is up on that and time is up on construction construction's affecting my life and and my daily travels to work um by my work there's construction so Mm -hmm. i have to take an alternate route now because the road's closed on the way to my gym there's construction there's a road closed i have to take an alternate route um on my way to the grocery store that road ward parkway if you're in kansas city one potholes are out of control in kansas city the city needs to get the fuck together and enough with construction if you're going to do construction it's everywhere 
honestly, if you're doing road construction, do it at night. Get spotlights. I don't care what you do. I can't get away from it. It should only be at night, not during the day. Certainly not in rush hours. Like, time's up a construction. Let's get it the fuck together. I Everyone will say, together now. Word Parkway is now under construction to get rid of the potholes. So it's like, Which good, I it's good and bad. However, there's, it's like a dirt road now. There's no lines. It's a yeah. lawless wasteland where there's no rule of, rules apply. So it's, it's like, yeah. what's going on? Enough. Enough. Wasn't this a calming episode? This was so fun, so soothing. I feel happier now. I'm glad we got this out into the world. God. Yeah, our road rage is out of control. We'll work on it. Um, Be real with yourself. Know that you have road rage. We all have flaws. And this is just one of ours. Okay? One of our many. Okay, that's it for today. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Keep listening. Tell all your friends. Tell a friend. Tell a foe. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Although they might not like it, so don't. Yeah, we don't care who you tell. As long as you're telling them, rate, review, subscribe. Send us your questions if you want us to answer. And thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye.